Look around you. That car you're driving, that house your family lives in, making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Look around you. That car you're driving, that house your family lives in, making your daughter laugh, inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Howdy, DC on-screen fans. How would you like a piece of original artwork from one of us here at DC On Screen? All right, we're aware that you've never thought of that before, but here's the deal. We need your help. Um, because the internet is a giant monster that requires numbers and regular feeding times. And then these, these, these algorithm things that are like our personal demons that we can't defeat alone. Do the right thing. Go over to iTunes. Give us a, a five-star review or a more honest review if you feel absolutely led to. And then email yeah. us at dconscreen at gmail.com. What we're going to need you to do is just write in an address. Tell us who you are. Give us whatever address you want to want us to send you something at. You know, if, we, if you don't want us to know where you live, send it to your neighbors and go steal his mail, whatever. Yeah. Just... Give us that, and then we need you to write Dave or Jason, and then we need you to write the name of a character. We're going to send you a piece of artwork. All I can say about it is that one of us is a good artist and one of us is not. If you've actually been listening to every episode, you might know the secret answer to that, uh, to who you should really ask, but um, hey, or toss a coin. You know, once you you get the picture from us, uh, take a picture of it or scan it or something. Send it back to us, and we'll put it on Facebook, just like we do with your DC loot. Yeah. (laughs) Send it back with, like, critiques if you want to. We don't give a fuck. You know. (laughs) Draw over it, you know, pull a Deadpool. One of us might cry. (laughs) (laughs) We'll both probably probably cry. But whatever. Point is, you know, it's it's come that time. It's it's the classic call to action. We need some. We need to get out there. We need to get a little bit of the uh, the review game going. Um, and uh, this is this is our humble offering. Yeah, humble offering. Very humble. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say it any better myself, man. That was a good pitch. Oh, thank you. All right. With that said, uh, settle in for a new episode of DC on Screen. Welcome into DC On Screen. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason. Hi! Man, we have got so much freaking news, and it is like syrupy good news just drizzling out of the trees, man. Just, just, oh, just, we're ensconced in this kind of stuff, man. The 100% this, dark this, maple syrupy goodness, yeah. Oh my gosh, this so much good This is the diabetes of good news. Oh, we're just going to jump right in. Spoilers. Like this is this is our policy. If it, if executive producers if they've released it, we're going for it. It's not even a spoiler anymore. Sorry, go cry to somebody who cares. <laughs> Look, and I feel like that's a, a really conservative policy. I hate spoilers. I've gone on about this for a while. To me, yeah. like it, that is an official representation of your movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with covering. I, I agree. That. Sorry, I agree. Um. So. Right out of the gate, we're going to talk about Batman versus Superman. Um, oh, I'm, man. I'm 
I'm so excited that I'm able to get excited about this again because that second trailer was just disheartening. And now mm-hmm. I keep watching these things. And during football, by the way, they were I don't know what they're calling this particular TV promo. It's not mm-hmm. quite a trailer. I would call it a TV promo. Um, mm-hmm. But it's the one where it's focusing on, uh, you know, Clark talking to Perry White and, you know, no one cares about your opinions about the bat. And he's saying, like, he's a vigilante, he's blah, blah. And then he, mm-hmm. it's the, the, the one where he gets to the end and it's it, it, the bit where he's just telling him next time they, they put your light in the sky, don't respond to it. Kind of. mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I yeah. They were playing the fuck out of that during the, uh, the divisional championship round and I ate it up every time. I, I, yeah. Football is kind of funny, man. It's on for like three and a half hours, and I swear ninety percent of it is advertisements. But then I'd hear that music for the, I'd hear the music cue and just <gasps> suddenly look up. <laughs> so yeah, they have released a new poster. That's like it's a long poster. Like it's a one got Batman, poster? Superman facing each other, and it says hashtag Who will win? I mean, oh, look. Yeah. So 20, 2016 is going to be a big year for who will wins. You know what I mean? Like they, we've got the presidential campaign coming up and uh, I mean, but really who gives a shit about that? The big question, Batman versus <laughs> Superman or Tony Stark versus, versus uh, uh, Captain America. Cap. Yeah. Like, as far as I'm concerned, we've chosen our heroes. Right. Go back into the depths, politicians. <laughs> <laughs> like we, we know that, that no matter what, Whoever wins with you guys, you're gonna screw us. Yeah. With yeah. this though, I, I, I feel with this infinitely less excited about following any election than I do. Oh uh, yeah. Following some fictional <laughs> representation of two absolutely fake characters. That I have the is answer. Way more real. Well, the politicians are more fake than these guys. So. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but I got the answer to hashtag Who will win? If if they do it right, the answer us. is us. Us. It's just every day. Us. The answer is I mean, us. Oh we're, my gosh! We're gonna be. I, I'm, so the, I'm. I love it. I'm finally being able to get excited about this again and be able to pitch it to people. Because before I was kind of going, "Yeah, you should totally go see this movie." Uh, okay, I gotta be honest. I don't know what happened with that second trailer. It might get a little weird. Anyway, but Suicide Squad's definitely still looking good. Yeah, yeah. And look, they released a new trailer for Batman vs Superman. They're calling it a new trailer. It's like a minute some change. It's yeah, not. It's I don't think a it's a full fledged trailer of precisely the same trailer you saw in the first one with a except few shots away one, and a yeah. few shots in. That's it. Except with, it has Wonder Woman on a plane. That's <laughs> on a commercial jet, on a not commercial an invisible jet. plane. Yeah. Um, and I, God, I meant to look at the plane to see if there was, there was actually a name on there that I should have cared about, but I didn't. I, I didn't so. see it. I mean, you want um, to look at it and see like Cord Industries plane or some crap. It's, but they also released two new TV spots, one from Batman's perspective and one from Superman's perspective. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's basically what we, you've seen before with a little bit more thrown in. Where You know, Batman's like, oh, the son of a bitch brought the war to... And then Superman saying, like, you know, don't go to your, your, your light or whatever. Yeah. For some um, reason, the one they kept showing football fans was largely the Batman one. Mm-hmm. I, well, I think, that's the I one think, they're showing everyone. Well, I've seen the Supes one, too. I have. Um, sure. Because yeah, the Batman was uh, the Batman perspective one was the one I was talking about. Uh, yeah. But I I really loved the Soup's perspective one too. Or the I'm sorry, I have that other way around. The Soup's perspective yeah, one was the one I keep seeing. But mm-hmm. I love the Batman one too because I I don't remember if the line had been in there previously about if there is even a a chance that he's going to betray us. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I just, there's one percent chance we have to destroy him. Uh, yeah. I, oh, please now, please show right. me this movie so, now. So, you know, I tried to structure this news episode 
So we get like a big thing, then a small thing. Here's one of the small things. Zack Snyder wants fans to use Batman and Superman emojis on Twitter to symbolize our allegiance. <laughs> In a word, no. <laughs> In several other words, absolutely not. Right. That's, only, that's only one other word. All right, so several other yeah. words, not on your yeah. fucking life. Yeah. Zach put out a video. He's like, "Next time to choose sides." Like, eh. Come on, man. <laughs> they tried that shit in like 2000 with Underworld. It didn't work as a com- yeah. campaign then. All we cared about was whether it was a good movie. Which, by the but way, it does. It did work. Movie, it, it did work with Twilight though. Team Jacob, Team Edward. It works. Mm. It, depending, you know. Um, Lauren Cohen, I guess that's how you say her name, has been added as Martha Wayne. She's from The Walking Dead. By the way, the guy playing Thomas Wayne, also from The Walking Dead. So Wait, what? Yeah, they've added Laura Cohen from The Walking Dead as Martha Wait, Wayne. The guy playing Thomas Wayne, though? Yeah, he's from The Walking Dead as well. He the was a Thomas comedian. Wayne was the comedian. I didn't know he was from The Walking Dead yeah. at all. I, that's, what they, that's what I keep seeing. The last couple seasons? I don't, I don't watch The Walking Dead. I don't know. That's what everybody's saying, though. I, I, I have, I'm, I'm a couple seasons behind, so that's on me, Eddie Blake. Mm-hmm. What, have, what have you been up to there, Eddie Blake? <laughs> Who, and this is, this is again, like, I actually know him as uh, Denny. And, and uh, sorry. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, no, that's not his real name. That's fucking Eddie Blake the Comedian. Damn it. Show me real things, <laughs> Internet. <laughs> you tight. <type. It> was... <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Bastard. Yes, there you go. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's in The Walking Dead for like one episode, and he's from The Walking Dead. That's what they're saying. Oh, Just on, because people. they're like, oh, he's going to be out there with Lauren Cohen because they're both from The Walking Dead. Okay. He's been on I thought he was a main cast member. Seasons. I don't know. I thought he was a main one cast episode. member. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't watch. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my. All right. <laughs> say, that, say that again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Uh, I, just, I don't watch The Walking Dead, so I just kept Ooh. seeing all over the place they were saying it. Um, Apparently, so anyway. he did a TV miniseries called The Secret Life of Marilyn Monroe, where he played Joe DiMaggio. I would be Ooh. all up into that. Hmm. Okay. Well, gonna turn off IMDb, because that's distracting as all hell. Go ahead. Yes. So, DC, in partnership with <clears throat> Dr. Pepper... <laughs> <laughs> Um, have now ma- have made a prequel comic to Batman v Superman available uh, with the Blipper app. Um, it is a comic giveaway. It comes out in chapters, I guess, online or through this app for mm-hmm. people who buy 20-ounce Dr. Pepper drinks. I don't know how exactly it works. The books are by uh, Christos Gage and Joe Bennett. Um, they're going to do like they, a Batman chapter or Superman chapter. All the main characters from the movie are going to have their own chapters. And uh, I've seen snippets of it. I really couldn't, because it was like the way it was cut up, I couldn't really make too much out of it. But it's out there for you guys. Um, I'm probably just going to wait for that one to all come together so I don't have yeah. to go buy a bunch of Dr. Yeah. Peppers that I'm not actually going to drink. Yeah. I like Dr. Pepper, but not that much. I like it just fine. Uh, I just don't drink it often at all. Like, yeah. just once in a very long while. Yeah. Zack Snyder is uh, talking about Doomsday and Luther. Uh, he was talking to Empire Magazine. Mm-hmm. And he says, to go up against heroes like Batman and Superman, we wanted to introduce one of the DC Universe's most iconic and powerful villains. He is essentially an unstoppable force. He poses a real threat to the world within the film. Okay, yeah. Um, you learn pretty early on that Lex is interested in metahuman existence and that there might be some relationship between the invest- that investigation and the appearance of Diana Prince as well. So, hey, 
whatever. That sounds cool. Oh, uh-huh. that'd be a nice take if like this whole like bat of Gotham, got, whatever, all that, all that crap. It, mm-hmm. If if the whole idea Things. was <laughs> just to draw Wonder Woman out, yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. That's kind of cool. Uh, now speaking of the of Empire Magazine, though, like they they put out a bunch of new pictures, like Wonder Woman using her bracelets and whatnot, new pictures of Batman and Superman. The one that mm-hmm. I care about, though, mm-hmm. they put out a picture of like the same nightmare sequence that we've talked about with Batman, uh-huh. the one that purportedly had parademons. There's a gigantic omega symbol. See, that just and, has to fucking matter. Let me put it this way. If it doesn't matter, fuck you, man. Yeah. So you're telling me in the same nightmare sequence that we're going to get parademons, what looks, well, things that might not be parademons, but look like a lot like parademons. And also a giant. There's an Omega like, symbol. Where, Can we just go ahead and yeah, like say uh, yeah. those are fucking parademons? Right. Like, they've got to be. Just. I mean, I will say they're doing a great job. Like, I'm kind of like, ah, spoilers. And then like, no, they put it out. And you know what? It's actually just hyping me so much. Like, I, I, I hadn't I wanted to, to see this movie I so much think, now. I, I still don't think you're going to see Darkseid in this film. Oh, probably not. No, probably not. Maybe I as a stinger. No. As a stinger, I'd be perfectly happy with that. I mean, that would have been like, mm-hmm. you know, Avengers 1 style when it, when the head turned and it was Thanos. Like, that's... Let's just do that again. It's a good. It's a good trick. It's right. perfectly the way to do it. Let's. Right. You can do the same fucking shot if you want to. Hmm. Um. So, I guess we should probably just like talk about the the elephant in the room. Um. Suicide Squad. Holy shit. Yeah, that one looked great. Couple of bits, real quick. Um. They have released a whole bunch of new Suicide Squad posters. Um. Individual ones for for all of the characters where they have like skull heads. Um. And they're really like almost like the minimalist um, art trend that's going around uh, mm-hmm. recently, the last couple of years. Um, they're skulls, they're made up like the individual characters, and then there's one with all the skulls. And then there's a new poster uh, that's everyone actually there on the poster, but they're making up a skull face. Um, that's fine. Uh, you know, David Ayer says Leto's Joker will, or Leto's Joker will make the hair stand up on the back of your neck. Okay. They've told me enough about that. But the new Suicide Squad trailer that they released on this uh, Dawn of the Justice League, let's talk about that shit, because that was freaking phenomenal. If you haven't seen that, you need to go and look up Suicide Squad trailer 2, like, right to hell now. Oh, yeah. By the way, much easier to pick out the, the song on this one. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we're, we're not talking about any kind of gib bullshit here. This is full-on Mercury, man. This is Freddy. Oh. <sighs> Who I think would have been proud of the movie, dude. Okay, my my big question, like we've got a lot of like I I really have, I have enjoyed every piece of this so far. Like from from dude uh, from Captain Boomerang popping his little his little energy drink, you know, in the middle of the fight uh, with the music and oh man, oh using Bohemian Rhapsody is genius anyway. But oh yeah, yeah, Margot Robbie, Roby, whatever her name is, she doesn't have quite the Harley Quinn voice, but I don't give a shit. She looks. I didn't. Phenomenal. I. I... When like when she actually talked and it wasn't that voice for a second, I thought I, I felt betrayed, and then I kind of thought, "No, nah, man, fuck it." it no, that's yeah. that's that's Sorkin's voice. She she's got that. Let let's let her do this thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's pretty much had the same voice everywhere, and she kind of has it, like in parts, like just, but it's just not so pronounced. It's not so cartoonish, which no, I, I'm gonna she, have she to just, be okay with. It's, it's barely even an accent. She's just got, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
She's she's just got more of a demeanor than she does a, a, a voice. Mm-hmm. It's not a, a voice actor's role either. Like you're being asked to actually portray this character. Fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, dude, I, I even felt for Will just, Smith's. If, if you went through that whole trailer Deadshot. and just paused it somewhere, mm-hmm. I'd I'd clap. <laughs> yeah. Just, no. If you just showed yeah. me just any single frame, I'm like, yep, hell yeah, let's yeah, do dude, that. We got like. Freaking missiles coming out of a helicopter. We got a downed plane. We, oh man! Oh I don't yeah, even know. yeah. And then the the dead shot scene where it's just just shells falling below him. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's Dude, even when that's the, the guards, boy. when the Argus guards like just st- pull, held him down and started beating him in the gut. Man, like right. oh shit! So much good stuff in this trailer though. Like, this is the, like we got to see the soul sword, man. The soul sword. Oh yeah. And it does exactly what the hell it's, pro- it's purported to do. Uh, Enchantress, like the CGI shit going on with Enchantress. Like yeah, you're a witch. God, it's so amazing. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, uh, like, you know what? I'm even like I'm all already like now it's like I'm it's just happened now. I don't know when it exactly happened, maybe with this trailer. I'm officially on board with Jared Leto. Like, yes, give me the tats, give me the grill, give me the whole thing. Whole thing. I was good. And the grill's actually pretty distracting when he's like Tommy gunning, uh whatever that was. And he's even in like this kind of twenty like roaring twenties kind of garb even. Yeah, and that um, shot that shot by the way is uh, I would say almost directly lifted right out of Batman the Animated Series. Like, I know I have seen that shot. Yeah. I Well, I feel like I I feel distinctly like I have. Um, uh, it, like, him waking up encircled with knives, that was... Mm. It's one of those shots where you kind of think, well, I've seen that before, but his, his laugh, his laugh did it for me. I don't care if I've seen that shot before. I'm good. I haven't seen that shit before. I haven't seen him laying <laughs> in perfectly arranged knives. I haven't a, seen no. him with that shot before. I've seen the shot before. And actually, that has some precedent. Uh, I forget which one it was. I think it was, I want to say it was Dahmer um, that his parents Oh, you're talking his, about, okay. You're talking there about There are actually humans shit. who have done, like, I, I think it was Dahmer. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm rusty on all that crap I used to be fascinated with. But, like, I think it was him that uh, his parents kind of described later that on at least a couple of occasions, they would wake up from, like, a nap. Like, they would be taking a Sunday afternoon, kind of, you know, fall asleep on the couch or fall asleep on the floor or whatever, and wake up and all of the kitchen knives have been spread around them, pointing their way. Ugh. It's just a, an inestimably disturbing moment, I assume. Yeah. But between that and, dude, the shot that completely sells me. Like, I, I like the way he's, he's I, I don't even know, I couldn't tell who it was he's explaining that I'm, I'm, I'm really, he's, He's going to show him all of his toys. Yes. But the shot where he's he kind of falls into the... Is, is the that the acid bath? bath? Is that the... Are we, we in Ace I, Chemicals? Is that what's happening? I guess. I guess because like a few minutes later you see him like pulling Harley up. And it looks like she's got like some kind of a mask over her face or something. I don't know. But I, know I mean... It, it, but I, I love the shot of him going over with, you know, the the double holster, double under the arm holster thing. Mm-hmm. God, it, lo- it looked great. It just looked fucking great. Yeah, it looks good. It, oh, man. And by the way, there is something they are fighting in this movie, and I don't know what it is. I, I have no idea what it is. There's some kind of like, it looks like some kind of alien shit in front of a subway car, and it just shreds the shit out of that car. And then there's like some kind of like alien tendril looking shit, like going toward the subway car in a different shot. And then really at some point, know. we have something that looks like the thing from Man of Steel that he was fighting in Man of Steel, like the Kryptonian, uh, the Kryptonian shape shifting technology. 
Yeah, uh, it looks like that in like a. It looks like that from afar, but in like a like a mushroom cloud. But I swear, dude, there are there there's like a rainbow at the bottom of that shit. That could be like Green Lantern stuff. Like I don't even like. I just want to know. I <sighs> there are parts I, of it where you, you I where you kind of thought is it, is it Brainiac baby or could be I don't know. And it could like, be less, definitely it, it could be less stretchy than that. All of those things could absolutely have been done by an enchantress. It could I guess be that so, simple, but. I don't like the but way they they're be done with the playing Joker. this. Yeah, the way they're playing this, I don't think it's Enchantress at all. I don't <laughs> think it is. I think it's it's not it's not her and it's not Joker. They're going after something big. I I, I really don't know either. I'll give them this though with uh, BBS and Suicide Squad that um, as much as like go back a few weeks and listen to us bitching about this. Um, oh, they gave us too much in the trailer. Well, it's a few weeks from now, and our our prayers have been answered, and we're sitting here wondering who the big bad is again. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what kind of what kind of plan they have, and I've been mostly down on it. But if it actually is as surprising as we think it's going to be, like when we get to March and August, and if we come away actually going, oh my god, I can't believe that was the bad guy, dude, I'm going to yeah. be blown the hell away. Because mm-hmm. I got to admit, right now it looks like it's it is Doomsday slash Luther with a, a hint that Dark Side's on the way, and then it does kind of mm-hmm. look like it really probably might be the Enchantress, but it's definitely not Joker, and we've already gone through that phase. But and it might be just that no. song. I don't even think it's Enchantress at this point. I think that's like any any measure of that is red herring. I don't because like, they got it like Suicide Squad's got to be sending them on a mission for something. Batman can take down the Joker by himself. They're not they're not going to be sending Suicide Squad on a mission for Joker. That, man. See that for me is the best reason that it's not Enchantress. Because why would the recruiter? Yeah. I mean, obviously, like it. We're not going to spend that much of our time in the film. Like, all right, think about how the film has to unfold well, if it is her. All right, you spend X amount of time, and there are obviously a ton of scenes about the kind of recruitment process, we'll call it, mm-hmm. about the, the getting together of the team and everything. There's mm-hmm. obviously a giant chunk of movie that's about that. Well, mm-hmm. then you get just past that, and well, who did uh, that means that there has to be a bad guy that's pretty much a straw man argument. Because if that's mm-hmm. the case, then they get out there, they take on this guy, and then oh shit! Suddenly, Enchantress is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, who are they? Who are they going to send you? Like they they get out there and it's fucking Scarecrow or some shit. They just pop him in the head, and move on with their day, and then Enchantress turns bad. I don't know, man. It does. Like storytelling wise, <laughs> it does feel like it should be somebody else. So far, based on the small amount we have to extrapolate from. Yeah, I oh, think wait. it's some kind of other big bad thing that's got to connect the movies in ways that you didn't. I, and even Ayer, like last week when he was talking about like this ain't like Marvel. We're not gonna gotta throw a shit in the middle of or the end of the thing. Okay, well you haven't you've never seen a Marvel movie, but okay, first, first of all, of all but, I appreciate where you're going with it. <laughs> Second, you're completely wrong about where you went with it. <laughs> right, the but even that data, would seem to indicate okay. that even that would seem to indicate that the big bad is not gonna be no enchantress. It's gonna be some shit that like brings them together. Right. I'm on board. I'm kind of hoping. I I'm kind of hoping that whatever the giant bat like this would be fun for me. That whatever in March, whatever the giant bad guy is that comes out at the end of like BVS mm-hmm. shows up again in Suicide Squad, and they totally take care of him. Yeah, just just knock that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna wait another year and a half yeah. for a Justice League movie to deal with it. None of that. Like we're gonna be dealing with yeah. Ares and God, who else before that? Um is Ocean Master before I, that? Or I, I forget what? the fucking I, order now. I do not even care. Not one I just, bit. I want it all now. I, I want it all just now. They, they've, just. they toyed with me. They toyed with me for a couple weeks there, but I'm totally... Yeah, I'm psyched again. I really am. All right, so on the same special that premiered this amazing Suicide Squad trailer, they also put out footage of Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. <sighs> 
It actually looks good. It does. I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to feel. I really didn't because Wonder Woman has been fucked up so many times. Um, she has, like, she has. She, but I mean, it's hard to get her. Out. I mean, Linda Carter's the best version we've got. She's kind of yeah, yeah. And even her, like, in the World War One, like, you know, Titanic looking get up, you know, like, even that, I was like, oh, she's got the glasses and everything, and she's just yeah. adorable. And then, like, yeah. a second later, I'm like, and hey, she's got the armor. She's kicking ass. Oh. <laughs> she's on a horse, and let's do this. Yeah, like, it, yeah. This is some this is some wild shit. Let's do this. Ah, uh, whatever, man. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> and Chris Pine is sitting there going, "I'm here too." I'm like, cool. Yeah, whatever, Chris. <laughs> sure. Don't fuck this one up, buddy. Whatever, Kirk. <laughs> um, <laughs> so during the uh, the the Dawn of the Justice League specials, I don't know if you really paid attention, but they they showed us the Flash suit. Or at the very least, artist renderings There's of the Flash artist suit. artist renderings, at least, of the Flash suit, which didn't look... They said they were kind of to go a little cybernetic about it, they, but they didn't. it didn't look like... My big worry was, okay, I still want the Speed Force to be involved. Like, that's yeah, it looks, integral to me. And I didn't want them to replace Speed Force with Techno Suit. I don't right. think they're it's doing It's a little mechy. It's a little, you know, techno-looking. It actually looks like the, if you remember, the uh, Power Rangers, the movie suits. That's what it looks like to me. Right, right. Based on just the glances that I saw. It looked fine. It looked like a good Flash suit and everything. It looked kind of cool because it had, like, it looked, this is the way I perceived it. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I looked at it a couple of times. It looked like they had, like, just, like, the Flash symbol in his chest, but that it was, like, inside the suit so that it was, like, sort of glowing from within. It I don't know. That kind of looked cool, but they, you know, they also showed us the Green Lantern cores, and they showed us like shots of. They didn't just show us Hal Jordan; they showed us John Stewart, and not just Hal Jordan and and, and John Stewart. They showed us Guy Gardner, wait, like and other. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, they, they were like concept the, art. Yeah, yeah, it was concept all concept art, art but the, yeah, there were a lot uh, of people represented there, with it. Yeah, I mean that. I think I even saw Kyle in there as Ion. Like I saw. Oh, I'd love to see Ion. But did did it feel like they, uh, especially, they did the Aquaman thing, and they kind of talked about, well, his origin story. And then they did the Flash thing, and they kind of mm-hmm. talked about, well, his origin story. And then mm-hmm. they kind of gr- got to Green Lantern and went, and there will be a Green Lantern. I mean, they showed a lot of shots of concept art, man. I'll say that for them. They, yeah, they did do that, but they did, It It know, didn't seem like, I don't think they know exactly but, where they're going with it yet. But I don't care. You get, you get GL Corp. You're not even... Yeah. You know, you didn't promise me just one. You promised me all the lanterns. Do whatever yeah. the fuck you want to. I don't care. <laughs> now I'm gonna mention this, and no executive producer have come out. In fact, they've kind of done the exact opposite with it. Our, our friend Christopher White uh, sent us this, and then I had to go and listen to it. Kevin Smith on Fat Man on Batman uh, was talking about them doing that special because he hosted the special uh, Dawn of the Justice League or whatever. He did. And he, he said there was a segment. Equal parts really fun and equal parts awkward. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird because you could tell he was not high, which is already weird. Which is already a little <laughs> bit off-putting. But he kinda, like, you could tell he was like, like they were giving him the segments and he was told to like pretend he was hearing it for the first time, I guess. And like, dude, I, you're on top of it. Like You knew all of this months ago. Yeah, yeah. anyone who actually, you know, follows Kevin Smith to any degree knows that he already knows all this shit. He knew all that shit. I mean, I I would bet my next paycheck that him and Jeff Johns have each other and they're in each other's cell phones. They have a text history, you know? Yeah. But um, he was saying on his show, he he wasn't even sure how much he was supposed to talk about it. This is how weird it is, and they cut it from the show. But apparently there was a segment where, um, like, 
Ezra Miller had like a bit where Ezra Miller's talking about the multiverse mm-hmm. and Kevin's like, are you guys going to do that? Like, that would be awesome. You know, you should do that or you got to do the multiverse. And, and, uh, Jeff Johns went, ah, in a way that made it, Kevin feel like the door was left open for that. Yeah. But that's not Honestly, breaking news for me. Like, I feel like that's not, that's exactly what we thought was on the table. Maybe. It's not. And we'll see, you know, in my mind, they're building up to the to dark side already. Yeah. They have no infinity war. They can throw in a couple of things. They can do some shit. They really could. They could do some source wall shit. They could have some like battle of the new gods, some bullshit like that. Or they can go multiverse. <laughs> well, all right, you're is, right. Kevin Smith is right. That is totally line, You've got to get to source wall, you've got to get to anti-life. You have there's stuff you have to get to. Or you can yeah. make it new gods based, but they're not going to make new gods movies. They're just not. They're going to make terrestrially based movies that are affected by extraterrestrial. Movies. Honestly, honestly, I think New Gods movies could do really well if marketed correctly, and I eh. think it would be smart for them to do it. I mean, yeah, but you would say that about Guardians of the Galaxy two years ago, but you'd be wrong. I wouldn't have said that. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy on the table and thought, "Oh hell yeah, let's do this," because it had a tone. <laughs> it had the kind of tone that I thought might do well in a movie. The New Gods stuff has this perfunctory, artificial Dude, bullshit Gods, going on most of the time. No, New Gods is. Lord of the Rings meets space. <laughs> new Gods, just because you don't care for New Gods doesn't mean that it has been around for this long because it's a f- solid, uh, it is a, it's a solid uh, uh I, I mean, it, I think it, I, it's got a lot to play with. There's, let me put it this way. If I, there's a ton of purchase to it. Like I have mm-hmm. stories, I have, you know, stories that I would love to tell personally. Like if they ever gave me the reins, I'd be like, oh, let's try this, this, and this. And yeah, some of them involve new gods. It just does. It's inevitable. And you know what new gods actually feels like to me? Asgard? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, yeah. It's just that I don't care for some of the characters. But I, it's not I'll, outright, I'll drink that It's not brew. outwritten to me. It's just, you, you kind of couldn't. You, if you're going to stay within storyline, within one storyline, there's so much you can do, and and we, we, like we mm-hmm. said, source code, source wall, and all that stuff. But uh, the major, like a lot of the really fun stuff that happens with New Gods is, you know, even more egregious than that. Like, uh huh. Walk into other worlds and stuff, and that would be a lot more fun. Yeah. They don't Dude, even have I'll, to do I'll... a lot with it. They just have to. There only have to be like a couple of scenes where they, you know, bring in another Flash or. I mean, come on. If, of all the characters in all of the worlds, if you're going to do a crossover multiverse character, you use the Flash. You just do. Mm. That's where it starts. You know what? I, I saw a picture earlier this week of Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton together. I got a little teary-eyed. <laughs> oh, how far we've come. All I'm saying. Right. It wasn't in any kind of DC capacity. They were just shaking hands at an event. Getting a selfie with each other. Still why the hell wouldn't they? Why the hell wouldn't they? Oh, yeah. Uh, All right. On to Gotham news. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We're talking TV now. Let's do that. Uh, We'll bring it back to the other multiverse stuff. Yeah. There's a uh, new poster that reveals that the back half of season two is going to be called Wrath of the Villains. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. And uh, Robin Lord says... I guess they're done rising. Yeah. Have we been introduced to all of them now? Mm, no, but they've risen. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, were Robin they not rackish before? I... All right, moving on. Sorry. Whatever. Uh, Robin Lord Taylor says that he acts with a bottle cap in his shoe to remind him to waddle, <laughs> and That's it also a cool reminds him. That... 
And also remind like him that, that there's pain when he walks. I like that. Um, he does say he won't put on weight for the penguin role. So if they want him to gain weight, he'll have they'll have to make a fat suit for him. I can. Since he that. doesn't think his cholesterol be able, he'll, he'll be able to handle all the cholesterol or whatever. His cholesterol won't be able to handle it or something. Um, <laughs> I mean, basically, he said, "I'm not willing to destroy my health for a role." I'm sorry. Fuck yourself. Right. It's not completely necessary. I, I'm fine with this penguin being skinny. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere, a couple uh, years. No. Elsewhere in the multiverse, uh, Supergirl, Laura Vandervoort. Uh, confirms that her character Indigo is a recurring role. Oh, neat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping they'd have a the few flash. more kind of recurring villains. Like what were we talking about on the Supergirl show? It's time to start laying the bricks and building your universe, guys. Yeah. And Master Jeller apparently will be a, a an ally for uh, for Kara, not a not an enemy. Which makes sense. So kind of does. Woo. I mean, um, enemy 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 of my enemy again. Right. Yeah. So where do we stand on uh, an actor accidentally spoiling something? Mm. Hey. Hey, okay. The last thing I heard was, "So where do we stand?" Uh-huh. So where do we stand on on actors spoiling something? I don't like it, but not but not really spoiling something. Okay, okay. then I'm back to gray area now. Like I don't I don't like it when an actor just drops something. Um, okay, but it it kind of depends on the the level of involvement. I would I say, will say for me personally, with my uh, yeah. uber conservative rules about spoilerism. Yeah, Robbie Amell says that he'll be back as uh, as uh, on the Flash as Deathstorm, which we already knew. Um, he did say a spoiler, and I guess I won't repeat it. Um, he says that he's probably in trouble for saying it, um, so it's out there. Actually, and, that's uh, that's well phrased. I I think if an actor says I'm probably in trouble for saying it, I think that's the point where I'm like, dude, I'll just watch the show. Yeah. I did my due diligence, and I've paid for it, even though I don't know anything other than something happens. That's, that's, that's fair. I mean, do we want to do the thing where I vanish for ten seconds and don't listen, and you just, you know? Nah, it's okay. not worth it. It's not worth it. Robbie Amell um, said a thing. It takes moments Robbie to Amell. Google. Apparently, like, this is the this is the dynamic. Like, apparently, like, Stephen Amell is like, yay, I'm really good talking to fans and stuff. And then Robbie Amell's like, I want to be like Stephen, and then keep screwing up and spoiling things. i mean he's just like steve he is he's like steven just with slightly less discretion now apparently right so like he gets all excited and they get excited for him because he you know can go rally the fans and then he says something like oh robbie no back in your cage robbie back in your cage okay um so uh i already said some of this news uh on the arrow actually two things but um shoot yeah steven amell wants more deathstroke on the show um Colin Donnell wants to come back. We've already talked about that. Um, uh-huh. He wants to come back as Tommy Merlin. He wants to be a bad guy now. Mm-hmm. Um, they have released a new promo picture of Megalyn Ichkunawoke, or whatever his name, her name is, for uh, Vixen. Is I will her in this... never be able to pronounce her name correctly. I don't know. But she's in, a, she's in the Vixen suit, and she's in uh, it's live action, and she has this badass, like, ethereal electric wolf coming out of her. It looks like she's dreaming of a shirt she bought at Walmart in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, somehow, actually cool. Yeah, but uh, she'll she'll appear on the episode Taken, the uh, February twenty fourth episode of Arrow. Good, good, good. Uh, she looks great. And dude, um, that that is it's it's the one official shot we have of her character so far, and I, I took one like at that, and my fucking jaw dropped. And I was just mm-hmm. God, God, she mm-hmm. she looks like fucking fixing. It's amazing. Yeah, and you know what they 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 towed that line that that very terrifying line. And they they made her look very attractive. Like she's hot. 
Oh, she's yeah. She's really hot. Very but attractive person. She's her uniform is not like Vixen's in the comics, so it's practical as well. Yeah, so it has a front. Right. It's not just some... <laughs> it has a front. It's not some crazy sexist thing. Like, I saw it all over the internet. People are like, her uniform is practical. They're like, yeah, that's good job, yeah. guys. Good job. Because you can't J-Lo it up while you're fucking fighting crime. I mean, you could. I, You know, whatever. But I would... I would be kind of okay with most of the guys doing that too, like especially Stephen Amell. I'm like, yeah, take off those arms. Let's see those <laughs> guns while you're firing those arrows. Oh, oh, you've been <laughs> shot. That's what the armor was for. Hmm. Oh well, we're good here. He's got a he's got a Constantine spell. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so there was a Heroes and Villains fan fest in New Jersey. It was almost snowed out, but they decided to keep going with it. They did it. And Stephen Amell and John Barrowman were there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Katie Casty were there. Like, oh, these are good folks. Like, they went and did the thing anyway, even though it was a terrible, terrible thing. with a bad snowstorm. Yeah. Uh, they have a Everybody couple of videos way. up. Snowstorms like, at this point in certain areas of the country have canceled hockey games. Uh-huh. Do you know how hard that is to do? Yep. But even so, Stephen Amell and... John Canadian level to, bastard, you are trying to, you know, they, they have a video of them trying to get a car out of the snow that was stuck. Mm-hmm. And then there's a video of them at the heroes and villains fan fest, Steven and John Barrowman singing, uh, <laughs> singing some, that song, some song. I don't remember what it's called. I had it written here and now it's gone. <laughs> um, some song from, Oh, if you want to build a, Oh, do you want to build a snowman from frozen? There That's what it is. They're singing go. that on stage. And, uh, why I didn't listen to it because I don't know Frozen, man. I don't know. It's not surprising for John Barrowman. He he seems to just know all that kind of shit. Yeah, like anything you actually ask him, he just knows. And by the way, he did point out, and this isn't DC, so I apologize, but he did point out at this Heroes and Villain fan fest that uh, John Chibnall, the guy that it was just it was just announced that Stephen Moffat is leaving uh, uh, Doctor Who after season t- season ten mm-hmm. or series ten, and um, I think it was John Chimnall, maybe, maybe that's his name, uh, is taking over. Broadchurch guy, though. Yeah, the Broadchurch guy. And he's also written Captain Jack a fair amount. And uh, John Barrowman was like, yeah, he's taking over Doctor Who. I'm just saying. He's written a lot of Jack Harkness. I'm just saying. <laughs> you can just say it all day, buddy. I mean, two so... things. One, I'll believe it when I see it. And two, I'll probably weep for joy when I see it. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. Like, Dude, it, Malcolm Merlin on at the same time as Jack. Yes. It's a, it's a wonderful yes. day. Yes. All of the yeses. These are good days. All right. We got a couple more things here. Uh, Lucifer. Hey, by the way. Uh, we you, are covering Lucifer. That is an, ex- an incredibly charming thing to do, though. It's like, well, everyone's stuck here. Let's go sing a couple songs. Fuck it. I, I, it I, is. I really, man, those guys are, those are, they're crowd pleasers, dude. Mm hmm. I'm done interrupting you. I apologize. That's okay. Um,. <laughs> So uh, over on Lucifer, uh, Tom Ellis, the guy playing Lucifer, uh, mm. said, we are taking something from a very different medium and trying to use it to make something else. We're, we're taking elements of relationships and things like that, but it's very much its own being. We're not trying to be like the show, uh, be like the, uh, the, the comic, essentially, is what he's saying. Um, he says, there is an overall seri- serialized element to the show. It's constantly moving. There's never a fixed arrangement within the show. Um, I'm sure there will be some people very unhappy about that, but I'm sure if people watch it for what it is, then they will soon forget. They won't, but it's okay, buddy. Mm-hmm. We're gonna watch you. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna judge you on your own merits. 
And I'm not familiar enough with Lucer, Lucifer that I, 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 I'm not. I, I've seen some of it. I've, I've gotten to read some of it, but it, there's not enough time in the world. So yeah, I mean, I, I feel bad for that because I am a gaming fan. But oh yeah, oh yeah. Same time, but, I've got like sent the entire Sandman thing. I've got it sitting. I like, I have it right here. Mm-hmm. I can read it right now. Haven't gotten around mm-hmm. to it. Just have it again. There, yeah, time. You know what? There is some. There is definitely something to be said for the show, just because Neil Gaiman is apparently in its corner. So, I mean, we are going to be covering the show. We're going to be coming in with Lucifer, you know, one hundred and one uh, next week, talking about that. Yeah, and Gaiman's having a hell of a revolution at the moment. Well, like he's not always kind of being adapted somewhere, but yeah. Between that and uh, Stars is taking the showrunners from Hannibal completely off his. They basically abandoned Hannibal so they could do American Gods mm-hmm. on Stars, mm-hmm. and. I don't blame them one fucking bit. It's a great yeah, book. I mean, it's this kind of the way it is. Um, it is funny like you, you said. It, I haven't thought about it before, but it is. It's just you know you see all these people come and go and, and just kind of flash around like, oh, here's Joss Whedon and George R. R. Martin and Tolkien is back and we're doing Peter Jackson with them and then but the entire time you're know, like here's here's Zack Snyder and here's. A, and then over in the corner, the entire time, over the years, has just been Neil Gaiman wagging his dick in the background. Right. <laughs> like, he's just over... <laughs> they're like, but look what I've got. And, yeah. you know, a sizable portion of the population is going, like, that is nice. Right, right. <laughs> I find you completely unobjectionable and mostly interesting. Yay. Come on television. <laughs> All right, we got some, uh, some listener feedback. Um... Christopher White sent us some awesome photos of some journals his wife gave him. Mm -hmm. And we're going to put those up on the Facebook page. He says, my wife surprised me with an early birthday present. These are journals that I wanted for a story I am planning to write. But when I opened them up, apparently Batman and the Joker had already used them before they were packaged. Um, I've included an example. They've got, there's like 10 pages of content per book. It looks great. It looks fun. Mm -hmm. Um, You picked a good one, man. I mean, shit. (laughs) Well chosen, <laughs> sir. Um, Freddy Ubaldo, uh, he says, hey, dudes, love the podcast. Freedy. I'm not sure. Freedy? I think it's Freedy. Okay. Tell us if we're wrong, buddy. Says, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Uh, he says, I love the podcast. You guys do a wonderful job. Uh, and he, he did put a couple of uh, variations on iTunes where he says, uh, he tells us that we're uh, pretty negative and harsh. But he does say you keep it honest, and I like that. So you know what? That's that's fair. That's almost be... how we would pitch the show if we had bothered yeah. to pitch it before we started doing it. Yeah, I have pitched the show like that. Right. So um, this part did hurt me a little bit. He says, "Jason, Jason is hilarious." Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's pain through omission. I don't know. Yeah. Thanks, man. I, I mean, you know, shit. I, I'm I'm just. <laughs> I humbly apologize. He says, I've listened to every episode usually when I'm working. Sometimes my coworkers think I'm nuts because I start laughing out of nowhere. We all do that, dude. That's how podcasts work for me, man. Yeah. That's kind of, and yeah, it's weird because I do the same thing. And people are just like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, it's a podcast. And I used to be like the, the, what? I don't know what a podcast (laughs) is. We had certain, uh, like growing up in school, there were certain classes where, I mean, obviously like electronics were not allowed. uh, Yeah. Fuck that shit. Are you kidding me? Um, Right. And back in the day, I'd have like an actual CD player and headphones and I'd get into the, the, the elective classes essentially where you could actually whip that out and nobody cared. Um, 
and yeah, I would just be that guy over in a corner, like drawing in a book and well, not drawing. I mean, I'm doing homework because I, I, I always objected to the idea that there was homework just mm-hmm. a- annoyed the crap out of me. Like I would go through extra effort to do it before I left school just so I wouldn't have homework. But I'm over here mm-hmm. like scrapping up or more likely like writing an essay that's due the next period. And the whole time, I'm this this idiot in the corner that's just laughing out loud every now and then because I would go buy comedy CDs in particular and bring them to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm bringing like Bill Hicks CDs to to middle school. Like that would have been fucking expelled probably if they actually bothered to listen to any of it. <laughs> but right. like I'm I'm bringing that shit into school and just laughing my ass off, and everybody's looking at me like I'm an idiot. Yeah, you're. This isn't my problem. It's, it's right. This is this isn't a me issue. You want me to put this on a speaker or something? We can put this on a speaker. It's great. Yeah, yeah. So that's what podcasts are for. <laughs> Whenever, if someone ever says to you, "What's a podcast?" Just say it's a thing <laughs> to privately enjoy while others mock you. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 an exclusive thing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't say that. Say, tell them this is a podcast. It is amazing. And then and show them. You ours. should listen to this one. Yeah, you should listen to this one. <laughs> um, apparently, like I do, I listen to a lot of. Uh, podcasting podcasts like people talking about the art of podcasting mm, apparently a lot of them like there, there is a a big discussion a big conversation happening now that you know maybe we should change it to something other than podcast because no one understands what the hell that means yeah you it, have it's to kind been of out for like seven or eight years pod but, was ever there yeah and you know because ipods are pretty much gone aren't yeah they? i mean but isn't just mostly phones it, like now? phone casting well or, you know there i've not heard anyone actually give a good name for it but they're just like internet radio uh, no because there's internet radio yeah and there's proper mm. internet radio that's a constantly mostly but it's a constant <laughs> well, and largely because they can't afford the really really great songs um yeah which is really good if you're into i mean i i know a couple of indie stations in particular that are that are great because i can go on there and listen to a couple albums of just obscure shit that i shouldn't even know about and find out about it and go oh my god this is great find some album on a backwater somewhere and finally, you know, enjoy my music. But that term's kind of already being used, is my point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know what I would suggest. I mean, take pods out of, like, what do we do now? It's it's um, like Comcasting. See, that would just remind people of Comcast, which would be a poor choice. Um, mm-hmm. Communicanizing. Sim- <laughs> simply casting? <laughs> Word casting. I don't know. I don't know. Word casting? Word casting. Well, so- well, some some podcasts aren't words. Some sometimes they're just in you know audio. Morse code. I don't really know. Audio. They're not Morse code. <laughs> I don't know any that are in Morse code, and I'm not going to be the first I, to do it. I don't either. But audio serps. Um. Um. Just call it amateur radio. <laughs> that is essentially what it is. Yeah. I mean, there are lots of really. I mean, I, I think podcasts are just here to stay. I really do. I think it's just going to have to be one of those things where people are going to have to freaking learn what it is. Yeah, honestly, I mean, if, you have to imagine. If if I could pick a term, I, I'm right now. I'm, I might just pick the words "new radio." Just call it "new radio." Mm. Like in you radio. No, for God's sake. <laughs> Plenty of room for punnery <laughs> in the innards of this thing. Just let the uh, let the thing sit on its face, though, for for what it is. But yeah, it's, it mm-hmm. is. It's it's you know it's replacing radio. It is. I mean, you know, you, you've you're on a radio show like every week, and it, it's just I am. It's yeah. just a very underpaid uh, <laughs> for the most part, and and it's almost like a, a badge of honor at this point to have worked on a radio mm-hmm. station mm-hmm. because it, you're not getting anything. You're not there are no benefits. There just aren't. You're getting basically your paycheck, and that's all they can muster. 
Yeah. Um, I just caught up on Marin. Yeah. And as you know, anyone who knows what a podcast knows, uh, Mar- Mark Marin has like one of the number one, one of the top podcasts. Yeah, uh, he's one of the WTF. big dogs. Um, and on his on his show, he actually has like an. There's a whole episode where like this radio station is trying to get him. This like radio conglomerate is trying to get him to uh, do a show with him, and uh, he winds up starting to listen to radio because he's like, "Radio's dead, man." Blah blah blah. And then he starts listening to some radio and here's this guy doing like all these vo- these call-ins and they're playing it like it's real call-ins but he goes and checks them out and he knows the guy and they're talking and stuff and it's, it becomes this whole like radio versus podcasting conversation in the episode it's a really good episode it's really interesting but just hearing just like it's almost like just became like we're not going to do like the situational comedy like we normally do on this episode we're just going to do like a conversation about where podcasting is going and where radio is going and um, there was a great bit, right? Because like he's he, this guy gets fired, the guy he goes to see, and he's like, "Okay, well, we're gonna go, and me and you are gonna be on this show together. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go to this huge corporate radio entity." And it turns out that the the guy who wanted to hire Marin was the guy who fired the dude from a previous job, and it was a whole big thing where the guy's wife had had cancer. It was a whole thing. So the dude just like he already knows him. Decides to deck him, and they take him out with the cops. And the guy's like, "Your career's dead." And he's like, "So is yours. Yours and you're in radio." <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, I mean, obviously, there's no there are no mysteries where Marin's sympathies lie in the argument. <laughs> um, no, I, like radio and uh, you know, newspaper and radio in particular, they they seem like they're on the same path right now. Um, I mean, yeah. hell, like, wasn't it? Was it a couple months ago, or maybe I'm behind on this news? But recently, I think Playboy stopped actually publishing magazines. No, they they still publish the magazines. That- it's just they're not they're not they're It's more of a Maxim situation now. There's no more nudity in in uh, the magazine because um, they need to compete. And um, oh, so they're going to take internet. The, has, that's how that's going to work. The, the internet has porn. If they take the porn out of Playboy, they can put Playboy on the shelf and more people can see it. Oh, fair enough. Well played, Bernardin. Well played. Why well played, Bernardin? I believe he's an editor right now at Playboy. No, he's not. Is he, he not? Left. Did he, he left? Oh, I missed yeah, that Yeah, Mark Bernardin. Yeah, Mark Bernardin left uh, Left Playboy. Oh, I missed that bit. Oh, well. Yeah. Still, good adjustment. Good adjustment on their part. I mean, they're absolutely right. You you can find, like, I mean, I, I can't get to my email without seeing internet porn somewhere. It's just, it's... it's you have to like wade through it to get to the actual internet you were trying to get to. I have to wonder where you have your 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 email set up. Well, it depends but... on where I left it. <laughs> but I, for real, like getting to I, this is this is the benefit. And you know, if you're already listening to our news recaps, um, then you know maybe this this benefit is lost on you. But the benefit of listening to us recap the news is that you don't have to wade through all the fucking pop ups. Mm. Now, if you've already been looking at this stuff too. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you went through that, and and I really am because every time I go to any of the like any even the good sites, even like the like I like uh, was it like ain't it cool screen rant? I I like these sites, and there's mm-hmm. still so much to get through. And every now and yeah. then, you really will get that banner where like all the best intentions that were it, it doesn't matter. You can be sitting there just just trying to look up a little news about Batman. Nothing nothing untoward about it. And suddenly down the side of your bar, there's just somebody blowing somebody. You know, it'll happen. <laughs> it will happen. 
Or those little uh, tab is it Tabula? I think is the name of the company that does the ads at the bottom of like a lot of major sites these days. Mm-hmm. Where uh, apparently their marketing campaign is is a combination of clickbait and over exaggerated body parts. Right. I always just see like the Photoshop like booty and and boob thing, or like you'll never believe the seven things that she does to do the thing. That's too well phrased. Normally it's like you'll never believe right. this side boobs stuffs. And there's like a little red circle somewhere in the picture. Right. And then like next to that is like a picture of a fish with a parasite, like a big gigantic yellow worm in its mouth. And it's like, what are they finding in things? Every every once in a very <laughs> long while, I'll see one of their stupid little fucking ads at the bottom. And it'll be from something, it'll, it'll be a clip of something that I actually do know what's going, where I actually do know that story. It's just... Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you know, you'll you'll look at it and be like, yeah, you grabbed, yeah, that's that's traditional clickbait. You grabbed the single most provocative image slash headline you could think of, and wasted all of the internet's time in your part. Like the, they're the devil. Mm-hmm. They are truly the devil. They are a mental quicksand. So thank you for listening to this news episode, which I'm sure ha- didn't have any kind of jazzed up internet-y clickbait title. <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> I've looked closely at our titles, mostly out of like you get through all the anger of looking at all the clickbait of the stuff we have to do to do a news site, and then you like maybe I'll hop over and check out check out one of our episodes or something, look at the title. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is a we actually did say the thing that he says we said. It's in there. I mm-hmm. promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I'll stand by it. Damn it. This one weird trick will help you eat bagels. <laughs> Dude, we've never named an episode like "Click this and you'll lose ten pounds." <laughs> it's never happened. Oh, Batman and penis growth? How do I make that happen? Yeah, we, it's never. <laughs> you'll never believe what Viola Davis has tattooed on her right nipple. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Or anyway. even even the simple stuff like are there pictures of Margot Robbie is that her name Margot Robbie naked, and then you get to our website you get you click through it and it just says no no stop looking for that you weird guy no none of that. we've never even done that no I we haven't think. we can call that this episode that now <laughs> just name the episode Viola Davis's right nipple <laughs> throw it on the air. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide slip. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. I we are up. DC on I screen. Yep. We are DC on screen. You can find every episode, every one, complete with clickbait titles at dconscreen.com. Perfectly defensible Stitcher. Um, as you probably heard uh, with the little ad we put up. Uh, before this episode, uh, we are running a, a little uh, promotion now. If you go over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a uh, five-star review, uh, we and, and contact us at dconscreen at gmail.com. Uh, tell us which one you want uh, to, to draw you a thing, and we'll, we'll draw you whatever you ask us for. Um, it might not be good. Um, <laughs> but we are doing that, and, and we'll also post it over on... Uh, the Facebook page and you can tag yourself or send us a picture of yourself with the thing. Once we send it to you. Also, we're doing a thing on Facebook called uh, DC loot. 
We take pictures of our action figures, posters, whatever it is that we happen to have accrued uh, from the <laughs> from our our love of the DC universe, and uh, and you can tag yourself in that as well. And we're just sharing our loot. Just send it to us at dconscreen at gmail.com. I, I always love looking at other people's setups and how they've got things put up in their house and what kind of toys and stuff they have. So we're, we're just trying to have some fun with it, man. Yeah. And um, if you want a podcast that's similar to ours but is about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, go check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Um, they're friggin' hilarious and... and uh, we actually, I just put up a picture of me and Matt over at Walmart at like 2 o'clock in the morning, 2.30 in the morning, something like that. And um, they specifically promised never to talk about Viola Davis's nipples. So if that's like a thing you're into, that is, that's true. not hearing about that, hop over. I think Matt, Matt would promise that. Jeff, I don't think. No, Jeff would be all over. Jeff would be all over that. Jeff would be all over her left her, nipple, right nipple, whatever it was. <laughs> circumlocuting a nipple. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be all, the, all down. But. Um. Matt would happily swear that that will not come up and then happily cut Jeff out when he started talking about it anyway. That is very close to something that would happen. <laughs> and I love them both uh, the more for it. Man, we really enjoy coming and talking to you guys every week. And, and you guys, like, we I, we mentioned some some uh, fan feedback and stuff, and but we didn't even get into half of it because we have actual full-length conversations with folks on Facebook all the time. Um Scott Madison is sending us artwork of his, like our buddy Scott. Just like, badass, by the way. And he's over, yeah, badass art. And he's over at simply syndicated.com. Um, so, yeah, man, just come on, have a conversation with us. We love talking to you guys. And until next week, when we're talking about Supergirl and Arrow and all the same shows that we talked about this and week, even plus more Lucifer. than we were this time. Even because more than we don't we were this value time. our own existence anymore. <laughs> we live for the at this three. point dc on screen is the anti-life equation that's yeah you know why they they actually the why they call it a podcast is because people who run podcasts become pods i'm pod three seven two four eight i'm three seven four two eight b that's right you're a co-host you don't even get your own number um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh we love talking to you guys and we will talk to you as soon as you talk to us or next week. Um, <laughs> so until then, keep some DC on your screen. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.